Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my right is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey Dave. Hey. We're back. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. We need to rename the podcast. We do, we do. Um, unfortunately, no Cy is the usual um, musketeer. Compadre. Yeah, and obviously still no punk, who might be alive. No, I I saw him briefly the other day in person. Yeah, yeah. He just ghosted you. Yeah. And the king, although he's sending pics in, is uh, not available again today. He's at a conference, I think tonight. So, mm. Mm. the hoi polloi. Uh, yeah. So, um, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we're going to go through the week fourteen. No, thirteen. Week thirteen. We missed week twelve. So week thirteen review, and obviously then the picks for week fourteen. Uh, before we do that, we obviously touch the news. And the big news is that Riverboat Ron Rivera has been let go by the Carolina Panthers. Owner David Tepper pulled the trigger with the Panthers currently on a four-game losing streak. Uh, Rivera joined the team in 2011. He finishes his eight-plus seasons as coach with a 76, 63 and 1 record in the regular season and a 3-4 mark in the playoffs. He got the team to Super Bowl 50 where they lost to the Broncos. And Rivera was named the Associated Press NFL Coach of the Year in 2013 and 2015. Um, secondary coach Perry Fuel will assume Rivera's duties in an interim boss role until the permanent replacement can be found. Dave, initial thoughts on Ron Rivera and the sacking? His replacement sounds like a bit of a burner. <laughs> Perry Fuel. <laughs> um, not a surprise. The, you're exhausting, mate, I tell you. I know. <laughs> um, the own, new owner came out a few weeks ago and said that he absolutely, under no circumstances, will accept mediocrity. Uh, which is interesting <laughs> because uh, that's exactly what the Panthers have had recently. Um, they, I mean, it's difficult for the Panthers because you can attack it from several different angles. You can say they've lost their franchise quarterback, which they have. Tick. hasn't been his save, It hasn't been the same for a while. Tick. Their offensive line is questionable. Tick. <laughs> Not brilliant. There's only a few teams which have a brilliant offensive Un-good. line. Ungood. Ungood. Yeah. Say. <laughs> Ungood. Um, they have a stud running back who's in the conversation for MVP. Absolutely. But a quarterback, they've got... Kyle Allen. The bad Allen. <laughs> Hang on. One of the many bad Allens. So many Allens in this league now. So, I mean, but again, you're looking at what's he really throwing at. Um, he hasn't got m- massive help. Um, but they've got a Hall of Fame guy in defense, Luke Keekley, who's really organizing. Yeah a defence that is outplaying itself to a certain degree in terms of talent. So you're looking at it thinking, is he achieving any more than you would expect, really? Yeah, I think it was a little bit harsh, to be honest. He hadn't done a terrible job. He'd no, certainly I mean, keep them in contention in yeah. the NFC South. Um, certainly a better job than some of the other teams yes. in the NFC South are doing. The thing is, what do you gain as an owner? What do you gain by getting rid of him now, really? Well, exactly. As opposed to at the end of the season. You aren't making the playoffs, so... No. Yeah, I mean, the only thing it really does is allow you to bring in your new head coach early and have a real good look at him. Mm. Or it allows... I mean, there's a lot of coaches who may say, I don't really want to talk to you because you've already got a head coach and it's disrespectful to the guy who's in the job. Sure. If you got rid of the guy in the job, you could say, right, come and talk to us. Yeah. Um that is if your guy at the moment doesn't already have a job. I don't I don't know. Um, it certainly sounds like they haven't got anything in place because then someone the said Josh McDaniels. Was, I mean what? Why would you take the risk with McDaniels after what he did for the in Colts? In Denver as well. No, and at the Colts as well. Yeah. He was on the on the plane, he had his coordinators in place and yep, then he turned, turned around back. again. So yeah, McDaniels is, should be a non starter really. 
Um, yeah, they don't sound like they've made. There's no one ready to step in. Yeah. Apart from Perry Fuel, obviously. Mm. Uh, you know, so they might be looking in the uh, in the college ranks for a, a, a new coach to come in. How much of this is because of the loss last week? Because of the loss and whom it was to. Well, it seems like they made the decision, didn't they? If, if we lose this week, then we might yeah. just pull the trigger and. I think with the way <laughs> that, the, bet, the way that the skins are playing, I know the skins have won a couple on the bounce, but the way that they're playing, you don't you go into that thing not even expecting to lose. Mm. So I don't think it's consciously on your mind thinking if we do lose this one, then he's out. But I, it's not as if they were playing. It's not playing the Bengals and lost, is it? You know, not the worst no, team in, in the, the skins league. have a guy who is a deer in headlights, and they're running the running the ball forty times a game. I mean, that should be relatively easy. Well, we'll talk defend. about the skins later, and we'll talk about the other team. Well, let's, yeah. just, let's just wrap up uh, Rivera because obviously he is beloved as a coach. Yes, um, known the, as just a good man as well as a good coach. Defensively, very astute. The thing I always like about Ron Rivera, though, is whenever it's a Whenever it's a, okay, let's go for uh, a one-point PAT to draw the game or a two-pointer to win it, he always goes for the two points. Always goes for the two points. And he wins some, he loses some. It always always gives you that moment rather than an extra time. It gives you that that moment of this is all or nothing for one game. It's one play and that's going to decide the game. And as a fan, that's what you want to see. He'll get another job. Well, I don't think he's going to be out of the job long. No, he'll get another job without a doubt. Yeah. Not like Rex Ryan or someone that's going to There's, be sticking around for years. There might be a chance he might pop up in your division pretty soon. Oh, what are you saying, Dave? What well, are you saying? You know. <laughs> Let's talk about some other coaches before we go on to the uh, Week 13 roundup. Yeah. Uh, there are some that are on very hot seats. So I want to go through... Well, why don't you tell me well, who you think is definitely going next? Rather, rather than um, going through... I mean, anyone who is listening to us is... As is obviously a big NFL fan, absolutely, and knows the names who are out there and likely to be on the chopping board. So let's play a little game. Mm. Um, who you think is definitely going to go? Yeah. Who he's touted to go is probably going to stay, and a sneaky go. What do you call it? A sneaky sacking. Yes. Yeah, One who's not likely. When to, you're not expecting to go. Yeah, an un- un- unlikely sacking. A bit like a Ron Rivera to an extent. Yeah. Well, he's already filled that role, so let's do another <laughs> one. Go so, on then. I'll let you go first. Then who's definitely going next, or who do you think is, is the obvious choice? The for New going? York Footballing Giants. Oh yeah, Pat from Schirmer. Yes. From a commercial aspect, he is failing. Mm. So, when was the last time you saw the Giants having thirty thousand? What you thirty thousand unsold tickets before game day? They sold ten thousand tickets. The Jets are out selling them on tickets, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they had thirty thousand unsold tickets before game day. On game day, they sold ten thousand. Was twenty thousand empty seats in New York? Mm. Well, New Jersey, really. Isn't it? Well, you know what I'm saying, though. But, East Rutherford. Yeah, but it's it's really not very far away from New York. So it's, sure, it's basically New York. Um. From a commercial aspect, New York are a very, very well-run team historically. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It's so they sh- uh, got rid of McAdoo after two seasons or one and three-quarter seasons, mm-hmm. and I see it being exactly the same with Pat Shermer. It's going to be interesting for the Giants because they've been sneaky bad through the season. You know, they've, yeah. they've lost so many games; they're in second place for the in the draft at the moment. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy when you think about what the the Dolphins did for the first half of the season, and you know, there's the a Jets. lot of teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Skins. There, there are several teams out there that have but, been I mean, pretty lost, bad, but the Giants are in second place. But the the Giants have lost that, so they've lost their 
quarterback who has carried them through lots of seasons. lose their quarterback. He's not down the sofa. He's probably well, going to start this weekend. No, that's a different they story. They drafted Daniel they Jones drafted and Daniel stuck Jones. him in after two games. And Daniel Jones looks okay. They haven't had massive situation. injuries. Even Swaycon Barkley was, was out for more than a couple of weeks. No, he? he was out for three or four weeks. And he essentially is or was their offense. I think the Wayne Gorman did a pretty good job. In he did okay. There was one game he did particularly well. Yeah. Um, but they've lost Nate Solder, who's their left tackle. I mean, yeah, it wasn't great. You can laugh at him, but he's still Nate Solder. He's still their best left tackle. But every, every team has injuries. Their secondary is not great. Their receiving court is awful. I mean, half oh, of them are ex Denver players. Okay, so at the beginning of the season, Golden Tate, he was, was out there? injured for what, four or five weeks for steroid abuse or whatever he was doing. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Cody Lattimore, ex Bronco, <laughs> yeah. um, Benny Fowler, ex Bronco. Isaiah McKenzie, ex Bronco, yeah, um, but but they're all they're all get receptions, and they've just got absolute dross on their um, offensive on their offensive uh, depth chart, and I just I don't see any way in which you can make the argument that he'll be there next season. I just don't see it, especially with all that commercial uh, the commercial issues that they have in not filling seats. I just I just don't see it. Okay, okay. Well, I don't think potentially you're wrong. I think they've done a terrible job, and uh, Sherman should be. uh carrying the cam for that to an extent and to a certain degree there should be a new GM coming in soon as well yeah so my turn is it to say who's definitely going go on how about Freddie Kitchens then well, as you didn't take it I'm going to take Freddie I didn't I didn't want to do the slam dip. dunk Kitchens I've done enough <laughs> moaning about Freddie Kitchens on this podcast <laughs> uh, fairly certain that um, well I you... think if they'd won the game on Sunday it would have been completely different and uh, you know the fans would still be singing his praises, but the fact that they came into Pittsburgh and they stunk against a team that is battered beyond all all compare in the, on offense, just I think that kind of shows up just how much he's not getting the best out of Baker. Yeah, uh, he's completely regressed. Brett Coleman, who is the man, did another good video on uh, Baker and on Freddie Kitchens and how they're not working how they should do yeah like they did the Taylor, Taylor for the last season so yeah I'll, I'll put in Freddie Kitchens as a certain to go because I think they'll they'll at least go well alright we gave him a chance didn't work out let's get someone experienced in and push the, the boat out on the that. only question is does he make it to the end of the season um yes because just because the Browns and whatever you think is a good idea they'll do the opposite so <laughs> Right, so let's let's have who you think should go, but probably isn't going to go. So, in terms of... Well, I'll let you go first on this one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for Mike Zimmer as my person that probably should be sacked, but might but just won't. scrape it. I like that. It's an outside bet. Yeah, because the Vikings, they obviously are talented, and they win a lot of games. They've got a really solid defense, and mm. it's, it sounds harsh me saying it, but when you look at it in the cold light of day... Everything on know, offense is strong for them as well. They they had a real chance to sew up the NFC North this year. The Packers, although good, Rodgers is on Erratic. the slight decline. Um, yeah, and the Lions have been smashed with injuries, and the Bears are, are just atrocious, um, but are just squeaking out a couple of wins. So they had a chance to really put their foot on the neck of the NFC North, and they've completely bottled it. They bottled it, you know, especially this this weekend when they lost to Seattle. They had a chance there to make a statement. It was a good game. But they come on the wrong side of the result, and I think they need someone in there to to shake it up. Saying that, re- I think his record will allow him to stay in next season, at least maybe for the first half of next season, yeah. and let's see what happens there. But I, I would be, you know, I wouldn't be shocked 
if Mike Zimmer was let go? Um, for me, Dan Quinn. Yes, I think, I've been singing Dan I Quinn. I think he should go. All season. Um, but you think he's not going to go? It's Well, in recent weeks, two good they've weeks. looked like... Two weeks, Well, mate. it's two or three weeks now. Because I think it was that game against New Orleans last week, I think the week before or something. There's been a few weeks where they've looked decent. They've looked like the, the team that they should have been all season. Doesn't that make it even worse for him? Because it shows how much they should have done every week, but they didn't. Possibly. But that might be enough to save him. You might. <laughs> they might have... Works. Well... He's got to go. Every season since they've been in the Super Bowl, they've progressively got worse in terms of number and wins. Um, yeah. I I agree that he probably should go. I just think it will be enough for him to him? stay. I think it will. I think Arthur Blank's got the kind of uh, Dracula look about him. I think he might. Uh, he has, but how many how many head coaches has he gone through in his time at the Falcons? <laughs> not many. He might need to feed again. Though. Well, he might. He might not. So it's okay. I understand what you're going there. Yeah, you know, it's a fairly stable uh, franchise. Yep. Uh, okay, so the last one is what? Last one is who we think might go but should stay. Oh, okay. So you go first then. Yeah. So <laughs> I will go for Detroit Lions. Oh, now, Patricia. Yes. Now Matt Patricia has his uh, he has his supporters and he has his haters. Yeah. And in both camps, quite rightly. Um, but if you look at his team. He's had, they've had a couple of very, very good wins this season. Yeah. Um, currently sit bottom of the NFC North, um, mm-hmm. which you were saying was is a division that potentially was wide open. I think the Lions could have won this division. Yeah, but it's the loss of Matt Stafford, which has really killed them. Exactly. Um, and I don't see how... And trade away lo- Quandre Diggs wasn't a good move either. But how much of that is down to Matt Patricia? I don't think, well, he, I don't I don't think he has the same sort of head coach control that you know Bill O'Brien has for example <laughs> um, so I'd, I'd like and the thing is he's handled a dressing room where there's been open revolts and players coming out in the media saying if you know if this is what the organisation is going to do I don't want to be here yeah that's really surprising after last season though he's and turned yeah, that around yeah I mean huge respect to him I mm. don't see how he's on the chopping board because how many other I mean Mike McCarthy for example he's the one as soon as someone goes and you're looking for some looking for a head coach in the open market he's the name that's convinced could he really have done any better in turning it around and this is Patricia who's a first time head coach Yeah, huge respect to him I mean their record in recent weeks isn't great um, JDTD couldn't do it for them <laughs> and I'd, I'd not heard of the guy who they bought in this week. Oh, Matt Blau. Matt Blau. I mean, his first two Blau. drives were okay, and after that, it's like went downhill considerably. He was traded from the Browns. Yeah, he was undrafted free agent. Yeah. Um, the most undrafted of undrafted free agents, <laughs> by the look of it, as well. So no, I think he's had he's done reasonably well. I mean, the problem is that at the moment that I think they're one of those teams that don't have enough elite talent to take them to the next level and don't have enough draft capital to get the level of talent they're going to need I think they're just sitting in that midfield I know they're going to be picking high but they've got three or four wins which means they're going to be picking at sort of eight or nine and that's not going to get them the game changing guy that they need um, the question is do they and this is this is the question so for a, a while loads of people have been saying you need to move off Matt Stafford well I haven't said that well, Philly Sy <laughs> said they should have drafted one someone last year. Yeah, I know. But they've now moved off him effectively. They've been forced to. 
and it shows that the future is bleak. The yeah. future is bleak. Trust me, yes. you don't have a franchise quarterback. You feel it. You're talking um, to a Broncos fan. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, preaching to the choir. Yeah, well, I, I don't think they're that far away. To be honest, I think they. It's all about the line next year. They just need to figure out the trenches and 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 draft there. Yeah, I can't both on offense and defense. Since to be Ezekiel Lancer, they've not really had a solid pass rusher. Yeah, and he was injured every five minutes as well. Yeah. So okay, that's a, that's a pretty good shout. Um, so coach that shouldn't get no, might get fired but shouldn't. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Jason Garrett. No, I'm not. Shouldn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the troll of all trolls. Yeah. Just for the drums. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Doug Marone. Doug Moron. Doug Moron. Yeah. I think that I I quite like him as a head coach, and I think that he was responsible for that really good run. A couple of years ago, uh, with the Jags, with Blake Bortles throwing the ball, so I just think did not throw the ball. He ran it. I think that he can need to give him a little bit of time, and yeah, I would like to see him get at least one more year. Okay, whether he will or not, I don't think so, but I I would like to see him get that time. Okay, a couple of questions. Sure. Um, How much is it? How much is it down to the head coach to control the dressing room and to control the temperament of the players? That's their job. Okay, what you've got is a stud defensive back who has a back injury, who's then <laughs> traded, refusing to play. Yeah, you've got a quarterback, standing quarterback, who's more interested in his appearance than actually improving his oh, game. That's, that's accusation. You've got, I don't know about that. Well, you say that, but do you really think that he spends all his day in the mirror? You've got a running back who does nothing but want to fight with everyone. Now, three times in the last two seasons has been ejected from games for punching people. Yeah, I'm not sure that's worked out for them. Not particularly. And you've got players who are consistently underperforming, like Big Dick Nick, for example. Mm. I mean, how much of this is down to the head coach? And this isn't me pointing the finger. This is a genuine question. How much of what is going on in Jacksonville is down to Doug Marone? You, obviously, he's not innocent in this, but... Well, you just mentioned a couple of players there that he has no uh, well as a head coach he's not the GM he's mm. not picking those players he didn't pick Leonard Fournette and he didn't no no pick he didn't pick them but Jaylen it's his Ramsey. job to control them no, well you say that but I think these are two people that really aren't able to be controlled the, I, I wouldn't like him to go with any uh, head coach would, what they do with him would this have happened would the situations with Ramsey and with um, Fournette would they have happened in Pittsburgh would they have well, happened in New England? Let's no, talk. They well, wouldn't. let's see what happens with McVeigh in LA because that's an, uh, that's actually happening now, isn't it? So let's see how long it takes for Ramsey to get annoyed about losses, but and McVeigh not to be able to to control because McVeigh's never really had that. No, he's, but he's it's very least, well, easy. The thing for McVeigh, he's got um, Philip Wade Phillips there. Yes, that can control Ramsey. But yes. how long for Wade Phillips when Wade Phillips decides to retire? Who's going to control Jalen Ramsey at that point? It's very easy to control a player who is the highest played defensive back in the league living in LA <laughs> as opposed to when he's an underpaid guy on his rookie contract living in Jacksonville. Yeah. It's a very different proposition. It doesn't hurt. If you're, yeah. So yeah, that's why I don't think you can really put a lot of it down to, to Marone. I think he's well, trying that, his That was best, my question. But... That was my question. I mean, we all try our best at stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean we're any good. Not everyone tries their best, Dave. Most people, most people <laughs> in the NFL try their best. They should do. A few exceptions. Should do, I didn't get killed. Um, okay. 
I think I think we've we've gone through some of those then. That uh... and can we also agree that Anthony Lynch should be fired as well? Oh yeah, I <laughs> could pick one. So I pick Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. Obviously, Jason Garrett should be gone. Uh, yeah. You mentioned um, I'm going to say his name properly, Doug Pedersen. Yeah, I was saying, how about <laughs> Pedersen? Because this has been a bad season for the Eagles. It has. I think he's bought himself enough. Um, I'm trying to think. Of the it opposite. would be harsh. This we, close instead of saying you've, you've given yourself yeah. enough rope, you've bought yourself enough time. Sort of the opposite yeah. of it. Um, yeah, winning a Super Bowl, he's got another five years of. He hasn't got five years. Yes, uh, I mean, uh, you know, not not when they're playing this badly. Not when they're losing. You know, if they lose to the the Cowboys and finish. Yeah, but the Cowboys aren't a terrible team. Not great I, know divi- right now. I know they're a divisional rival. They're still a good team. They're still a very good team. Whose head coach is on the chopping block as well. So Be that as it may, they've still got talent. Will they even re-sign they've Dak s- Prescott? I mean, yes. well, we'll see what contract they give him. They they will re-sign him. <laughs> We've gone well into the weeds now. 100%. Let's, let's talk about the Week 13 games. Come on, we could go on this all night. So We have to. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna skip for a few of these games, Dave. I know you like skipping through games you don't like, so but we're gonna go all the way back to Thanksgiving, and yeah. that was three games on Thanksgiving. The first one was the Detroit Lions at home to the Chicago Bears. They get the monopoly on Thanksgiving home games. I think Detroit. I would like to give thanks that I missed the majority of this game. <laughs> so a defensive stop by the Bears gave Chicago their third win in four games. That's ridiculous. Uh, Detroit have now lost five straight with David Blau. Blah. Doing all right, actually. He looked pretty good. Um, no, and his first two drives, he looked good. His stats out. You take away yeah. the stats of the first two drives. He's not even bang ordinary. He's terrible. Kenny Golladay had four catches on five targets for 158 yeah. yards and a touchdown. All right. That's not bad. <sighs> all right. Pure stats looks okay. But I say, <laughs> take out the first two drives and watch the get. Honestly, watch the highlights and watch... The receptions he got. I mean, some of them he was pulling and he shouldn't have caught them. There's no. one of them which was rifling over his shoulder. He jumped 15 feet in the air and pulled it out from nowhere. That's not on the quarterback. Dave, That's you on the know that he wasn't supposed to play that game. He's a quarterback. He's supposed injured, to play every game. But if you don't get the snaps in practice... If you don't get the snaps in practice, then... Yeah. That's, that's what makes the difference. Rubbish, not having it. <laughs> uh, a quick other notable performances then. Anthony Miller for the uh, the Bears. Nine catches on 13 targets, 140 yards. Two sacks for Roquan Smith, who's been largely quiet this year. Had a, a breakout rookie season. He did, but he was playing next to Danny Trevathan. <laughs> um, and Trevathan is probably my, one this of my favourite This is your Bronco players. love coming back in. 100%. But Khalil Maxwell's have been quiet. Yeah. Well, we said this a few weeks ago. When season. the offense is playing so badly and they yes. get away with it, then why bother? Yes, on defense. Um, what this does show is that Trubisky will be there next season. Almost, <sighs> almost certain. I will bet you. <laughs> I will bet you a veggie samosa. On no, that. no, I I agree because Ryan Pace is trash. Yeah. So, well, it's not just that. I don't think they haven't got a first round pick this year because that's still going to Oakland for the uh, Mac transfer. Mac, yeah, yeah. Something tells me they they've lost a second. But I can't remember what trade from. I might be wrong. They've definitely lost either a second or a third or something like that. I can't mm. remember. So, what are they going to be picking up? Unless it's actual trade value. Unless it's a Cam Newton or someone. A Cam's not playing in. He's no. Cam's a dome quarterback. There's no way he's going to the windy city. There's no Carolina's way. Carolina's not playing in the dome. And he's not playing anymore. Oh Jesus! There's no way. No way. He is going to the windy city. He is going, if anything, to. LA to the Chargers fair enough 
somewhere out there. He's, there's no way he's going to Chicago. Um, they'll keep Trubisky. Um, I like the I like the Bears. I think they've got some really good players. I th- yeah. I, I I like I like Cohen. I like Gabriel. I think the good wide receiver. Anthony Miller is a good wide receiver. Yeah. as I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, still good. So no, I think they're a talented team, and it's just a shame that. I think it's just a shame that they don't have a quarterback who can really utilize the skills and the, you know, utilize his skills to bring everyone else in because a lot of the time the defense is spending so much time on the field that by the end of it they're absolutely knackered. Mm. When they play Denver in uh, at Mile High, because obviously the altitude has a huge effect, and you can see that their defense was nowhere near as potent as it was in the in the fourth quarter as it was even in the second. Because they're spending so much time on the field. This is not a stranger concept for the Bears. Their best quarterback was a running back. Mm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> name, a good, a name a good Bears quarterback. Uh, Mike Lennon. <laughs> We're moving on <laughs> to the second game on Thanksgiving, which was the Dallas Cowboys at home to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, oh, sorry, the final score in the Detroit-Chicago game was 24-20 uh, on that, so Sorry. Chicago, well done. Uh, the second game, yeah, Dallas Cowboys at home to the Buffalo Bills. The final score was 26-15 to to the Bills. Cole Beasley returned to haunt the Cowboys. And Josh Allen ran through and caught a touchdown to get the win in Dallas. <laughs> so <laughs> that's I think, I think the second time that's ever happened as a quarterback doing all the, the trifecta. Uh, yeah, so Cole Beasley, six catches on seven targets, 110 yards and a touchdown. Um and Jerry Jones quoted afterwards as saying that Garrett would be coaching in the NFL next season. Yes. Didn't say in Dallas. Nope. <laughs> and how does he have control over other teams picking him up? Um, it's Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Weird game for the um, for the Cowboys. They're expected to kind of bounce back after the week before. But uh, the Bills are showing up at the moment. Cowboys were at home. Yeah. It, this wasn't... When when you look at this result, um, an eleven point swing to the Bills, you expect it to be inches deep in snow, fifty <laughs> mile an hour wind, Johnny Hecker kicking Orchard from sixty Park. yards. Yeah. yeah, you expect it to be. Re- no, it was in the dome. Yeah, yeah. it was AT and I mean, Jerry World stunned. I was absolutely stunned. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the Bills just ran all over him in every single. Every department. I mean, it was ridiculous. Kyle Allen looks superb. Josh. Josh Allen looks superb. <laughs> and I said, to you, I said to you a couple of weeks ago, he's looking better and better every time I see him. They're forcing him to throw the ball, and he's completing. They're getting some more confidence as a whole team, I think. They're, they're enjoying this little run they're going. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got draft bus written all over him. He's not great <laughs> at throwing. He came from, what was it, Wyoming? Yes. I mean, he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. We have to give him massive praise and fair play to him He's, he is outperforming what I thought but uh, they are still trying to well that's Sean McDermott is one that I was expecting to be on the chopping block this year but oh no the, the results mean there's no way that's going to happen coach but of the year no no <laughs> no, 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 no look at their record doesn't matter man 9-3 he's, he's making it he's keeping it simple for Josh which is a great idea because which is coaching well exactly so Does why mean he's coach of the year? No, 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 no. They're a better candidate. He was coach there. of the year last year. <laughs> Look, we know Matt you Nagy see what I'm saying, though, okay. right? They're nine and three with a quarterback who's not very good or not supposed to be very good. I mean, come First on. First round draft pick. Yeah. 
and we've all seen first round draft picks who've fallen over before <laughs> Paxton Lynch amongst others Mitch Trubisky so yeah he threw one touchdown no interceptions um, 231 yards passing ended up with a 120 rating which is very in good his, in his last 7 games he's thrown one interception yeah 12 touchdowns yeah one interception that's no, really good isn't it I mean st- solid credit where it's due he's, he's yep. had a great season there's something about Bill's quarterbacks who have always been able to protect the ball mm. so before that it was Terod Taylor who was always very good at protecting the ball not turning it over yeah then he goes to the Browns and turns it over for fun <laughs> Um, I'm, we'll mention Terod Taylor later on, but mm. this is, again, it's it's there's a weird parallel of someone who's being quick on his feet, very mobile and not turning the ball over. You know, Doug Flutie days and Jim Kelly as well. Jim Kelly again, <laughs> he was he was very very mobile and the ability to move the ball. That was what the '83 draft with uh, Elway. Yeah, no, uh, good game for the Bills, crushing defeat for the Cowboys, oh. heaping yet more pressure on the, uh, Jason Garrett. Alan, seems only a matter of time now. Alan Alan completed what 19, 19 out of twenty four. I mean, yeah. oh, that is beautiful. That's the beautiful performance. It really is. Let's uh, go on to the last game on Thanksgiving. Then that was the Atlanta Falcons at home to the New Orleans Saints. Atlanta's spasm of competence appears to be over after just two weeks. Saints getting revenge for, to secure the NFC South uh, with a score of twenty six to eighteen. It is funny that the Saints have won 10 games and only lost two, and people are going, I'm not feeling the Saints. <laughs> it goes to show he's. Something about the Saints. No, but it, this is boxing. This is like boxing as well. It's not what you do. I knew we got do. to boxing at some point in this podcast. It's not, you know, I love boxing. Yeah. It's not what you do, it's the way you do it. So sometimes you can have a great record, yeah. but you're not winning well. Parts and minds. And in the NFL this year, you have to almost win well as well as winning. Yeah. Which is why people aren't loving. The Rams as well. The Rams are oh, no. winning games now, mm. but they're not winning well, which is sort of the consensus. I mean, they're still in it for the Super Bowl without any shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah, they're but, in that second tier of teams, aren't they? Really, when you're thinking about who's ten come... games. Yeah, I know, but when you think about the <laughs> NFC, I don't think about this. I think about two of the teams first before which I think is, about the Saints. Which backs up what I'm saying. Well, that's is, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, it's weird. They won ten in the games. Tier. I know. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Who's ahead of them? Who's in the they're first? The only, I think they're the only team that secured the playoff, yeah. like winning the, the division. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But then Drew Brees only threw one touchdown in this game, only 184 yards passing, um, a rating of 88.7. Matt Ryan threw 312 yards with two touchdowns but two interceptions, uh, a rating of 83.1. Um, the real standout performance really with Cam Jordan with four sacks and two for Marcus Davenport. Yeah, who. It's kind of the unknown man, but Marcus Davenport was who they traded up for uh, two years ago and gave up another first-round pick. That's when they have a first-round pick last year. It's because they gave up their first-round pick. I think the unknown yeah. unknown man for the Saints is Ryan Ramchek, who was oh, yeah. a left tackle who's been moved to right tackle. Yeah. And the holes that he was making, I mean, in the last couple of weeks... Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's the guy we should have drafted. The this Broncos is why I know you done. know him because you oh. were looking at O linemen all the time. <laughs> he, he was on the board when, when before we picked um, Garrett Bowles. Yeah, but I mean, Bowles or the Ramchick, you know, same potato potato, right? No. Um, so yeah, I, he's he's a massive massive plus. I'm not going to go as far. He's he is their version of um, what cult, the Colts have 
in Quentin Nelson. Oh, that's the, a bold statement. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's as good as. He's the guy who makes their, good the, one. their power plays. He creates the big holes. Okay. And there's one of the guys at... Um, I'm going to sound like an idiot because I can't remember his name. One of the guys at the Ravens who does exactly the same thing. Marshall he's, Yonder. Might be. And he's the one who creates <laughs> creates the huge holes for Lamar Jackson or yeah. uh, Ingram to go through. Yeah. So he's their talisman on the line. I think he's a big, big plus when he's playing well. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so there was a. I think, yeah, but even though you say Kamara, he didn't have like a, a game for the ages, not like he used to do. He's averaging five why, and a half. Other than, other than Michael Thomas, no one else is really superstar on that team this no. year. No, that's, I agree. That's the, that's the problem. And they still won 10 games. They still won 10 games. Yeah, imagine <laughs> if they were firing on off on all cylinders. It's bloody scary. What I'm going to do now then, Dave, is I'm going to try and fire th- for a few games. Yeah, like, for it. At least that as quick as we've just been in the other games. Can we do something like. Uh, a one-line review or something. <laughs> just, just. Well, I mean, so you ain't we... gonna talk at all then. I want to hear your response at least a little bit. But we're gonna talk about some games, not in order, but ones that went the way we thought they were going to do for the most part. I'm gonna start with um, the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee won 31 to 17. Mm. Tannehill gets to a five and one record since taking over in Tennessee, leaning on Derek Henry at last. Yeah, who had 166 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Uh, the Colts have now lost four of the last five to drop from first to third in the AFC South. Is a bleak times for the Colts. Uh, I'm not overwhelmingly concerned about the Colts. I'm more concerned about the Titans. Is it me concerned about what? Concerned about how good they are or concerned about how bad they are? I'm more concerned. Oh, I'm not concerned about the Colts. They're not Being... going to win the division. Right. They are what they are. Gotcha. The Titans, I don't think, will make the playoffs. I don't think there's any Ooh. surprise in that. Who's winning the division then? I still think the Texans will. Right, good. I mean, <laughs> I still think the Texans will, especially because they're probably going to win this weekend. They've got. The Broncos, mm. so you know, and <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah, I know. But um, the line of their leaning on Derek Henry, quite rightly, is a big plus. Their offensive line is trash, and if they can sort that out, and they might have to potentially franchise tag Tannehill. It's like a brick wall compared to what I used to put up with in. Uh, well, Miami. this is true, and that's that. That's one of the reasons he's been healthy for six games because that yeah. didn't really happen in Miami. Completed seventeen of twenty-two passes, hundred eighty-two uh, yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He took six sacks on the game. Yeah, but he had a rating of one hundred thirty-one. So mm-hmm. Tannehill really has improved that team. Yeah, undoubtedly. Very cool head. Undoubtedly. Yeah, they're losing Mariota, so they're gaining uh, a reasonable amount of cap spe- cap space. Yeah, um, I love watching Henry at the moment. It's just a battering yeah. ram. It's just it's ridiculous. You're seeing um, linebackers running towards him and just bouncing off. It is it's insane. Um, so good. Next game then is the LA Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyle ran in the consolation touchdown, but it was a bounce back game for the Rams after getting humbled by the Ravens. Final score was thirty four to seven. Standout play really was uh, Robert Woods, 13 catches for 172 yards. Yeah, Bob did well. And Tyler Higby, 7 of 8 catches for 107 yards and a touchdown. Uh, very good game for the Rams. They needed it after, like I said, being smashed by the Ravens. Yep. Uh, so to be away at a division rival, good result. Very strange for the, the Cardinals. That that constellation thing did come in at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, not a, it's weird for the Cardinals. They were getting better through the season. They seem to have slumped. I think maybe the the realization they're not getting close to the playoffs is, is kicking in. Anything yeah. you want to say on that game, Dave? I mean, it kind of went how we thought it was going to go. It's the third best team in the NFC West against the fourth best team in the <laughs> NFC West. Perfect. Uh, let's then talk about another blowout. That was the uh, Kansas City Chiefs at home to the Oakland Raiders. 
ended up 40 points to 9. Josh Jacobs bro- broke 100 yards rushing at least three times in this game. Yeah. <laughs> but it was Casey that dominated the arrowhead. Um, Darwin Thompson, LaShawn McCoy, and Mahomes all ran in touchdowns. Uh, so Mahomes only ended up with one passing touchdown and 175 yards. Um, but yeah, still better than Derek Carr, who had two interceptions. Juan Thornhill had a pick six. Yep. Which is nice to see. That defense is is getting better and better as the season goes on. I I think that the the Chiefs are going to be very sneaky in the playoffs. Did you see the in, one of the interceptions though? Straight at him. <laughs> Unbelievable. That yeah, was just a Derek Carr. Red, does that not was a, seeing a person wearing bright red. Which is interesting because Derek Carr is normally a quarterback who doesn't tend to turn it over a great deal. Um, the thing I found interesting in this game is that the Raiders dominated on yards um, mm. considerably, but do you know how many penalties the Chiefs had in this game? How many yards of penalties? Oh, it was zero, wasn't it? Zero. Yeah. That's the reason they won this game. It's good, isn't it, when you get zero penalties? <laughs> it all goes in your favour. That's that's it. That's the reason they won this game. That. Done. Next up, there was a proper snow game. It didn't stop Aaron Rodgers from airing it out for four touchdowns to ease past the Giants. Packers ended up with 31 points to 13. Two touchdowns for Devontae Adams. Uh, Packer interceptions for Tremont Williams, Kevin King, and Darnell Savage. The one for Tremon Williams was a terrible throw by um, Daniel Jones. Looks like he's got an injury that was apparently picked up in the first half. High ankle sprain. He completed the rest of the game, though. Yep. Uh, will Eli play this weekend? Probably. From what we're hearing at the moment, it sounds like. That's the rumour. He's got So, will he end his career with a winning record? Uh, he's currently got 116 wins, 116 losses. <laughs> so, <laughs> this so. game is the tiebreaker. I hope you? so. <laughs> I hope not. Well, I hope funny. they draw. <laughs> oh, that would be a good one as well yeah, yeah um, apart from that I mean Rodgers did have a good game 125 rating 243 yards passing the, the snow really did start to come down after about 5 or 10 minutes it it surprised me that the both teams didn't run it more especially yeah. the Giants I mean Barkley had uh, I can't remember how many attempts scored under 100 yards 83 yards or something like that because um, normally when you see the snow come down you see teams keep to the ground game and run it absolutely um, most notably Buffalo and Detroit because they're the teams you normally play in snow New England New England as well and you just run the ball and mm-hmm. both teams weren't doing that really um, both teams were still throwing it now one of them has Aaron Rodgers so not that much of a surprise and another team has Saquon Barkley which is a bit of a surprise um, that they weren't running it constantly so it, it was a bit of a weird game but ultimately the better team won that's that's all it yeah. was it is what it is yep uh Last game on the quick ones, I think, is the Minnesota Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. It was a good game in Seattle, but a fairly predictable final result as the Seahawks proved just a little bit too good for this year's Vikings. Final score was 37-30 to to the home team. Uh, Chris Carson, 23 carries for over 100 yards and a touchdown. A great touchdown catch again for Kyle Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph sorry, on the other side. Um, he's done this twice now, once against uh, Dallas, wasn't it, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, again, now kind of a pick out with one hand in the end zone. Yep. Just a good game. Uh, I think this is another stat where Kirk Cousins has lost to a winning quarterback or winning team on a Monday night. Yeah, I think Richard Penny had a decent... Yeah, he did. Uh, they yeah. just ran it down the, the Vikings' throat and the Vikings couldn't stop them. That's all it was. Yeah. This was like last season because remember they played in last season and the Seahawks just kept on running it. I mean, they were the most runningest team. There's a sentence <laughs> for you. Um, and it was the same in this game. Just run, 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 yeah. run. And when you do... How to throw the ball, you've got Russell Wilson throwing it. And got some pretty pretty good people catching it as well. Yeah. So uh yeah, so that was that game. 
Let's go on then to a, oh, a very surprising result, and that was in Cincinnati. How can C- you skip this game? I'm not skipping it. This is history making. Exactly. I'm sticking on this one. <laughs> Cincinnati restaurant owner Jeff Lanham can come off the roof as the Bengals <laughs> finally is... got a win against the infuriating New York Jets. Lanham went up on the roof after the week five loss to the Cardinals. 57 days and several snow days later. I'm not having it. He can come down. I'm not having it that he slept up there every night in Cincinnati. He I'm sorry. I, rubbish. He's it's got to, He's got to midnight. And he's, he's come down and gone home. I'm telling you, there's no way he slept up there every night. Not having it. He'd be All dead, right. living in Cincinnati by now. <laughs> Not having it. 22 points to six. This wasn't even a close game. And this marks the second time the Jets have lost to a team that are 0-7, at least, on the and season. Didn't Andy Dalton become um, the record touchdown thrower for the Bengals? Since, yes, he did, yeah. yeah what, what a storied franchise that is to get the, the But that's good for him. him. I mean, no one can ever oh, take yeah, that away from him. So fair play to <laughs> no. him. And his last game would have been in the game in London. We went to see. Yeah, you didn't go to. See, I didn't go we to did. see that. We put in the effort to go and see that dross. <laughs> um, and he so lost it was a that good game. game. It was. It was. It was a good game in the fact that they were going for fourth downs, and it made a little bit of excitement. Other than that, it was a bit shit. I'm not going to sure. lie. So they brought back Andy Dalton. This is weird actually because they put in Ryan Finley to know what he was like before the next draft. Yes. So They've this, seen what he's like and now they're taking like. him back out. Yeah, so this surely means they're going quarterback with number one. There's no way they're not drafting a quarterback with the first overall pick. If they go number one, which, they is, will. which is likely, yeah, I, <laughs> um, and they don't... But if any team is going to finish 1-15, which they're potentially going to finish, and then yeah. not pick up a quarterback first overall... It's going to be the Bengals. <laughs> it is, you know what I'm saying? Everyone though, right? should be fired if they don't pick up a quarterback. But it's what the Bengals do. That's the kind of... You know what I'm saying though, right? Yeah, but they know they know what Andy Dalton is. They're going to finish out the season. I'm surprised they brought him in, actually. I'm not. But they might get some wins here. They've got to, they've got okay. to hold they get, on to the number one spot. If they get some wins, the likelihood is they're still going to be picking up first overall. They've won one game. You trust the Giants to get some wins. How many Giants got? Three? Two? Three. They've got three. So you can afford to win another and then panic and yeah, put <laughs> in Tyler Boyd. That you won a game. Yeah, put in Tyler Boyd at quarterback or something. Who knows? Um, but no, I, I I think it's a pride thing. You don't want to go 0-16. You don't, no. You don't want to go. You'll be you wanna, if you go You don't want to go 1-15. and 15. Win a couple. Mm. You know, the uh, Dolphins aren't there now. Not at all. No, so they're not going to be picking first overall. The Jets are there and thereabouts, but they've got three. Falcons have got three. Yeah, Skins got three. Skins have got three. Skins got four now. Yeah, John. No, they got they got three. I think they won last weekend. Won the weekend before that. Yeah, but that was two in a row. They had one before that. Okay, but either way. Anyway, yeah, they are they're there at the top of the mountain on their own, so they can afford to get Mm. another win or two. So I I don't think it's too much of an issue. We'll see. I mean, three sacks for Carlos Dunlap was the standout. Uh, One for Sam Hubbard. On the other side, 101 yards for Robbie Anderson, but the Jets couldn't punch the score in, so it's just two field goals in the first half, and that was it. Yeah. Gave up. Game and over. there were a lot of people saying the Jets would be a really, really good team this year. Yeah. It's not really worked out that way, has it? No, it's not. Uh, let's move on then to the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Cy not here? I think we just got the answer here. Yeah. Miles Sanders broke 100 yards and a touchdown. Olshon Jeffrey had nine catches for 137 yards and a touchdown, but it was the Dolphins who came out on top again. This is their third win in five games, Dave. Yep. They won 37 to 31 in you know, Florida. You know when you build an accumulator on a betting website? Yes. Um, 
gamble aware, it. gamble aware, and all that lot. No, I had <laughs> when the fun stops. Yes, stop, stop. I had the Dolphins, and I they were like You're my fifth, yeah, they were like my fifth or sixth pick. Oh, I lost on all the others. Don't worry no, about no, that. No, no, no. And um, they were about my fifth or sixth pick. And you know, as you're going along, it says, "Oh, this one's worth twenty pounds. Your yeah. accumulator's now worth thirty pounds. It's now worth forty pounds." My accumulator was like, "This one's worth thirty-four pounds." Out of the next one, it's worth forty-two pounds. Out of the dolphins, three hundred ninety pounds. It literally <laughs> shot up. I was like, "Ooh, I like this." But yeah, no, it got bummed out. Uh, yeah, people remember the first half of the season a bit too much, I think, in betting shops. Uh, they obviously don't know about Devontae Parker. Seven catches for 159 yards and two touchdowns. That guy was unstoppable. Yeah. And also, Mike Gazicki, uh got a shout out the guy, 79 yards and a touchdown too. So, yeah, that tight end is a, a nice little safety valve there for Ryan Fitzpatrick. For sure. Second round pick, was he? Yeah, Gizicki? second. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that means that Fitzpatrick ended with three touchdowns, one interception. Same for Carson Wentz. Similar yardage, 365 for Fitzpatrick, 310 for Wentz. Um, but Fitzpatrick ended the rating of 113. Wentz with 93.6. I've got a problem with Wentz. His, Have you? His feet. Yeah. They don't. He's not, it doesn't look right. No. The way he's stepping back, the way he's moving into his throws. I'm not a quarterback expert by any means, but it doesn't look right. Honestly, next well, time losing games. anyone who's listening, watch Wentz when he's throwing. It's normally a five step back. Yeah. Um, drop. Forget about an RPO. So this is not an RPO. This Forgotten. is just taking snap under center. Sure. Five back. Go through progressions. Release. Release off the front foot. You don't want to release off the back foot. No. It's all wrong. He's releasing after six or seven. He's run. He's. It, on you can it, have seven step drops. That's not, you can. You absolutely can. But not when you've already got enough room in front of you to be able to run two or three forward. He's mm. does he got more than enough room and he's dropping back too far. I don't know if he doesn't trust his line or doesn't trust his receivers. His receivers probably. Maybe. Just all it doesn't look right. And there's been a couple of times in recent games, I mean noticeably against was it the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago? No, it wasn't the Cowboys, it was another game. Yeah, it was the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. Um where he threw it to Miles Sanders three times on a slant and completely missed him. I mean not even close. The guy was ten yards away and completely missed him. Right. It's just something's not right with the way that I mean, maybe he's carrying an injury again because if they carried an injury before, they just take him off and put foals on. Now they don't have that. No, I don't know who they're. Don't ask me. God no. knows who it is. <laughs> don't so say it. it's going to be Matt Barkley. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's a bit rough. Um, so I'm just not sure that they've got. I don't think they. There's, they haven't they got, lost. They got absolutely lost, which is why I mentioned yeah. Doug Pedersen in the first segment. As I say, uh, he's bought himself something needs to change there. Maybe not him, but something yeah. needs to get re, a new OC or it's, something. The last couple of years, though, it's been massive injuries in any one key department. So this year, it's been receivers and running backs. Last year, it was the secondary. I mean, they had no secondary last year. Um, so how much of that is down to? head coach how much of it is down to whatever they're doing as an organisation but I mean rather than sitting here and talking about the Eagles well done Dolphins absolutely um, so three look, wins in five games a lot of what they're doing is down to coaching though I'm 100% Brian sure Flores, coach of the year let's not go nuts coach of the year Sean McDermott coach of the year <laughs> let's move on let's talk about the Eagles next week when Sai's here to explain why they lost another game <laughs> That's, that's so let's talk, about, that's rough. let's talk about the Carolina Panthers at home to the Washington Redskins. Two wins in a row for the Skins and a killer blow for Ron Rivera in Charlotte. Yep. 
Great to see a ground game working for Washington. Darius Geis. Yeah. Finally back, 137 yards, two touchdowns, 99 yards and a touchdown for AP. Um, yeah, and no interceptions for Dwayne Haskins, which is the most important thing for a quarterback that's a rookie. Yeah, but did he complete over 50%? If he did, it was just about. He completed 13 to 25. Okay, so, so just about. just over. <laughs> what, for 15 yards or something like that? I mean, 147 yards. I don't think I've ever seen such a basic playbook but they could afford to do that because all they did was run, run the ball. And it worked. Run the ball, run the ball. Yeah. And luckily they were coming up against the 31st ranked defense on defending the rush. The run, yeah. A lot of that comes down to the fact that they changed to a 3-4 rather than a 4-3. Mm-hmm. And when you're playing a team who's got a 3-4, run the ball. Um, Yeah. McCaffrey was kept quiet. I, think he, I don't think he, he got did, a touchdown. Yeah. Just under 100 yards, I think it was. Um, touchdowns for I DJ. That. Still kept quiet, but still got was, nearly Well, that's yards. why you say quiet. Yeah. <laughs> touchdowns for DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel couldn't yeah. get the win for Carolina. They had five sacks, Carolina, but Washington had seven, and an imp for Fabian Moreau as well on mm. uh, Kyle Allen. So yeah, another good win for Washington. They won the week before. We didn't get a chance to talk about it because we weren't on there. But nope, yeah, Jim was in jail. <laughs> Two wins in a row, and uh, yeah. It's not terrible. Like I said, all they're going to have to worry about in the draft is O-line. Yes. And if they're lucky, a bit of D-line. I think they might Work on the trenches. Pick up a quarterback in free agency. No, they don't need a quarterback. They do. They need a better line. Dwayne Haskins is a franchise quarterback. Maybe, but not right now. Well... They need someone to come in for a year. If they've got a better line, they doesn't have to worry about that. I think still think they do. Well, we'll see. I I agree with you. They need definitely need uh, offensive line help. A hundred percent. Yeah. Which is what they'll focus on in the draft. They'll have a high um, draft pick. They'll get to pick the, the best left tackle in the in the draft or yep. best left guard. Um, they'll get draft capital for Leonard Williams. Yeah. Uh, no. Or is no. it free? It's not Leonard Williams. No. Who is? What's his name? Him. Now you've. <laughs> oh, you've messed <laughs> the it left up. tackle. Yes. Him. Um, it's not Leonard Shit. Williams. No. So they'll get draft capital unless he's on a free agency, in which they'll get a compensatory pick. Um, is what it is. Yeah, and I think what you're really going to be looking at is the fact that AP is probably going to be finishing his contract, um, so he's likely to go. But then you've got they're going to resign him. No, because I think they've got Bryce Love coming in. Um, and yeah, amount, hopefully, hopefully, and the amount of money that they'll save on that, they can dish out somewhere else. Um, he's 36 now, or whatever he is, and I think there's enough miles on the tank. But yeah, so no, I, I Trent was, Williams. Trent Williams, and as I said, I got the last name right. Yeah, not Leonard Williams. Trent no, Williams. Leonard Trent. That was it. So um, as I said before, I like watching the Redskins. Um, I think they're an entertaining team to play. Uh, entertaining. Team I'm looking to forward watch. to seeing next season. I think they've got a pretty good defense, to be honest. Yes, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Ron Rivera showed up there. Um, that's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout. They've got good draft capital. Mm, they've got a young yeah. franchise quarterback. They've got a fairly good defense. Ryan Kerrigan. Montez Sweat they picked up. Josh Norman, he knows from his time in Carolina. And they've got a good base there that he can work with. If they keep with. Josh Norman. If they keep Josh Norman. Um, I think with... I mean, what's happening with Alex Smith? Do you reckon he'll ever no, come back? I, I, well, he's not good enough anyway. Hmm. Even before the leg. Well, he was okay. He wasn't good enough. He was okay. I was, I was, was talking he, about him getting benched before that game. Anyway. Was he good enough No. for the Redskins? <laughs> Probably. In the the, Reds, that's not in, how the... In the same about it. in the same way that Flacco was probably good enough for the for the Broncos for how many games until he got injured. five games no I'm, well, I'm, no what I'm saying is they're good enough for what the team's expectations the are. stopgap stuff isn't gonna, you know isn't worth it to be honest you'll find out 
<laughs> Let's talk about that then, shall we? Let's go, go to Pittsburgh. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Hello, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't warm in Pittsburgh as the patchwork Steelers offense. It wasn't managed... warm in Pittsburgh. No. It's a dish... If you listen to my intro. Oh, completely ruined. Go on. <laughs> the Steelers offense managed to best the preseason Super Bowl winning Browns. 20 points to 13. Duck Hodges ended up with 212 yards, a touchdown, <laughs> one interception, uh, a rating of 95.7. Baker Mayfield, 196 yards, one touchdown, one interception, a rating of 71.9. And the big difference, I guess, on offense was James Washington. Four catches on four targets, 111 yards, and a touchdown under duress. No. No? No. That's what? not That's not correct. What wasn't correct? The big difference being James Washington. On offense? That's That's not correct. Okay. The big difference is Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Can't control that. No. James Watson had a great game. Anyone who's interested, and I'm not going to do it now because I can't do it justice, but anyone <laughs> who's interested in the NFL and in coaching, go onto YouTube. Yes. And there's a lot of people who have broken down how Mayfield is playing, play by play, on a lot of a lot of cases, how they're play how he's playing from his last coaching setup. And this coaching setup, the decisions he's making, what he's doing under certain circumstances, and they're doing it literally situationally. So these two circumstances are exactly the same. Yeah. When he was playing um, under last guy, was Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Always forget his name. When he was playing under Hugh Jackman, and when he was playing <laughs> under Freddie Kitchens, and he's doing what you would typify as being the right thing last season. Yeah. And this season, doing. Things that you absolutely wouldn't. As I say, I'm not going to do it justice by doing it. Just go, no. and, just go and watch it, and it will tell you everything you need to know. I should get money off Brett Coleman for the amount of times I plug his his YouTube channel. It's not just Brett Coleman. There was a guy. No, no. They. No. I mean, at one point, he's very good. It, at one point, it was um, uh, Joel Clatt did a breakdown of uh, a couple of plays, and it was very interesting to hear someone who's never been a top level quarterback breaking it down. Yeah. Um, he was a quarterback yeah but never top level no, um, no but it was very interesting hearing his explanation of it as well but there's sure. lots of material out there where people are breaking Joel it Clatt's amazing it's, you know, he's, I like he's Joel stuck in, in the college game but if you ever have a chance around draft time yeah. he's, his knowledge is invaluable he's on Colin Cowherd quite a lot as well <laughs> yeah the argument with Cowherd about yeah, how bad that, Cowherd is but again Cowherd listen to him he's, in, he's entertainment only <laughs> yeah, information yes. purposes only that's it yeah uh, five sacks for Pittsburgh. Bud yep. Dupree in particular was chasing uh, Mayfield down and caused an injury to his hand by hitting his helmet. Yes. That's quite ironic. <laughs> uh, Mayfield. Although, yeah, Mayfield's hand, yeah. hand got hurt. He did manage to finish out the game. but uh, yeah. What was interesting was um, the game was finished off, I'm sure you're going to mention this, um, by a former Brown. Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden. Um, drafted, hang on, I'm going to test First my round. knowledge. First round, number seven, Sounds 2010. Right. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Send a hate mail to Jim if I'm wrong. Um, uh, And it was, I. It's the same as in soccer as well. I, if a player scores against his former club or scores Mm -hmm. a touchdown against his former franchise, I want to see him celebrate. And boy, did he celebrate! (laughs) I don't like this whole respecting of no, I'm not going to celebrate. They pay your wages. You run around like an idiot, sunshine, and you do it properly. And that's what happened. (laughs) There was that game. Was it? Was it Carnu that scored a goal and then ran down the pitch? 
No, no, it was Adibayo. Adibayo, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Adibayo ran the entire length of the pitch. He's he still was. running now. He's, in, he's somewhere, <laughs> he's somewhere in Columbia. Soccer now. Uh, yeah, yeah so know. anyway, great game for the, the Steelers. Obviously, was expecting the worst after the, the game two weeks ago. Uh, there was obviously a lot of needle going into that game on the, the two sets of fans. But yeah, the, the reaction from the Cleveland fans has been amazing. Uh, just how uh, distraught they all are, if nothing else that uh, they managed to lose that game it is interesting that they're potentially going to end up not only <laughs> I'm not going to say this with a straight face not only not winning the Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think anyone with half a brain thought they were actually going to do not only not winning the Super Bowl but not getting in the playoffs yep. which again I don't think many people actually thought they were going to do not in their division But a lot of people crying about that team a lot of people say a lot of things. People in this podcast but, are talking about them winning the AFC North. Not me. I think I was always with the Ravens side. Right. Rewind and have a look. Um, but they're not. They may not even end with a positive record. I mean, no. they're very likely to end the third in the division. Only yes. thanks to the Bengals being so bad. Yes. I mean, it is stunning. They're not finishing first. They're probably not going to finish you uh, above you because your record's quite kind coming we've, up towards the end we, of the season. We've got another three. Well, we could potentially win all of our games, mm. but it would take us beating the Ravens in the last week. Uh, yeah, which just they're not going to win the division. So Ravens have got one more win in them. So they'll no, win no, the I don't think we win. No, yeah. no, but I think we, there is a chance we beat the Ravens. Yes, it's very, very slim, but. Uh, the teams we like the division history on them you'll win enough of your games to finish above and I think your division stays exactly as it is in terms of order quite possibly without a doubt um, and the chances of Kitchens being you know where um, Jones uh, Jerry Jones came out and said Garrett will be coaching in the NFL well, I'm going to do it now Kitchens won't be coaching in the, <laughs> in the NFL next season he won't be not anyway not Less as a coordinator Less than Jason Garrett Jesus okay yes uh, let's move on then, Dave, because we're hitting the hour mark already, and we've oh, still wow. got four games to talk through. Uh, so let's go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Uncle Rico is back as Foles gets benched at home uh, to the other perennially underperforming NFC South team. Uh, Foles fumbled twice and was picked off twice before Doug Moran pulled the trigger. Shocking. Yeah, ended up twenty-eight points to eleven in Tampa Bay's favour. He's no dodgers. No interceptions for Jameis Winston. No touchdowns either. It was all on the ground. Two touchdowns for Peyton Barber. Um, from a yard. From a yeah. The Frank Gore special. Yeah. Nick Foles, let's just go over his stats quickly. He had seven completions on 14 passes for 93 yards. One interception. Uh, one, two, three sacks. No, four sacks. And a QBR of 1.5. <laughs> um yeah, Minshew at least got a passing touchdown to Diddy Westbrook, but yeah. overall this was a fairly turgid game. Uh, it just meant that when Tampa Bay don't make stupid mistakes, they can actually get wins. Yeah, and, be for a while. and the Jags have just put Jack on uh, IR as well, so that's another loss for them. Are they really? Oh yeah. dear. Um, no, I mean, this was a, a streaky team who are either good or bad beating mm-hmm. a team who are normally bad. Normally bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was surprised it was twenty eight eleven. I was I was surprised that them benching Foles. To be honest, I wasn't. I know it was, was a, it was a nothing. bad game, but I taking them out. I I saw something where after it's not a good look. I mean, they were twenty five nil down at half time. Yeah, it's almost like they the the the, <laughs> uh, the Buccaneers actually took it easy on them in the second half. Yeah. Um. They had they literally had nothing. I think it was at half time they had like. 
single digit yards. I mean, they had literally nothing. It was diabolical. Mm. Um, and this is what broke my accumulator. Is it really? It really was. I thought I'd go for an outside bet and go for the Jags. Um, no. That'll learn you. Almost no positives for the Jags. No, it was a terrible game. Yeah. Let's, let's get away from it, shall we? Um, the only thing I would say is, or the only question I want to ask, um, the sack machine for the Bucks. Yeah. Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Uh, he signed by the Bucks on a one-year deal. Right. He's going to have a 15, year, 15 sack <laughs> 15 season. Year. Yeah, 15 sack season. 15 sack season. So he's going into free agency, unrestricted free agent potentially. I can taste the money now. Do you, if you're the Bucks, do you franchise tag him? If you can, yeah. You can franchise tag him. Yeah. So I'd do it. Why not? Why? Okay. Wouldn't you? Uh, If you could have Shaq Barrett back, would you do it? No. I I would. We've got Van Miller. (laughs) Windy Miller. I would say if they re-sign Winston on a decent deal, they don't sign Barrett. Mm. Or they don't franchise tag him. I don't think they've got. I don't think they're going to have the space to do it because pretty soon Howard um, tight end is going to be coming off his rookie deal as well. I know he's got a couple of years left after this, but he's not going to be waiting around. He's already making noises. Right. So you're going to have to spend money there. They've got to bring in a wide receiver. I don't see him having the space. Oh, okay, well, we'll see, we'll see. Three games left. Let's start with what could have been the uh, precursor to the Super Bowl. Justin Tucker's, <laughs> Justin Tucker's 15th... Impossible. Justin Tucker's 15th game-winning field goal was the difference in a wet and windy night in San Fran between two of the best teams in the league. Baltimore win the, winning the game 20 points to 17. Uh, Jeremy Garoppolo, 15 uh, completions on 21 targets. 165 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. Lamar Jackson, 14 completions on 23 throws, 105 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, both lost a fumble. The difference was that Lamar Jackson ran 16 times for 101 yards and a touchdown to uh, pad the stats there. Raheem Mostert, 19 carries for 146 yards and a touchdown uh, and touchdowns for Debo Samuel and Mark Andrews. Very good game. Bad conditions, uh, and this could have gone either way, really. I think it just came down to field position at the end, right, Dave? Yeah. If it had been the other way around, then I'm guessing Robbie Gould would have got the, got the win. Uh, he did miss one earlier on in the game, though. Mm. Um, it, was, it fell short. It was a terrible kick. Yeah, but it was long. It was. I don't think it was ridiculous, though. Um, but Robbie Gould is 72, so, you know, you've got to be... 73. Oh, He's sorry. not even the sorry. oldest kicker in the league. Sorry, the yeah, thing. no, he's not. No. Um, this, do you know how many games... Justin Tucker's won with last-minute kicks. Uh, I did say it was his 15th game Oh, winning. did you? I was yeah. going to say, that is a, that's an amazing eight stat. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And he's still got probably another five or six years left in him. You'd think so, wouldn't you? They haven't needed him as much this year because obviously they're not in a, a field goal kicking contest. I've, I've got Lamar Jackson in touchdown. fantasy. And you do? I have shot up. Can you believe I traded him to Cypher? Cooper Cup. Yes, I can. Yeah. What a trade. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Anyway. Um, so I have been watching him with great interest, and he's my favourite player in the NFL to watch at the moment. Mm-hmm. Him and Derek Henry. Um and it it was concerning at first how little he was able to move the ball. He wasn't really making the plays that we normally see him make. Mm-hmm. Um but come second half, I think the pitch opens up a little bit more there's gaps that weren't there in the first half and he really started to exploit them significantly both rushing and passing Um, and I think the better team won 
I I said to you, this is the game I want to see as a Super Bowl. Yeah. Really? This is. I'd, oh, imagine this game as a Super Bowl with all the great. occasion. It would have been brilliant. Mm-hmm. So I want to see it again, and it was it was great to watch. Game of the week. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. So let's talk about the next game then. That's mm-hmm. obviously not game of the week by that measure. Yeah. Uh, and that is a game-winning field goal drive in the last 14 seconds for the Broncos. Oh, Gave the Chargers the most chargerish of losses. And Drew Locke kept his NFL debut with a win at home after a dubious PI call against Casey Hayward. Well. McManus was allowed uh, a go was, at the game-winning 53 It was attempted murder. Yarder. It was attempted murder. That's what it was. <laughs> Do you know what? You could, the thing is... The best receiver in there. Soft. <laughs> the best receiver this season has been Michael Thomas. Yes. The second he's, best he's has been team. yes. The second best this season has been Cortland Sutton. Because we have nothing before you scowl, we have nothing else in terms of receivers. So he gets the number one and number two cornerback on him every single game. Oh, he's very good. He's very good. unbelievable. His touchdown, his one-handed catch touchdown that he did, oh, superb. Two touchdowns this week. And one thing that I found interesting is Drew Luck, Drew Luck uses the name Drew mm. because he doesn't want to be confused with Andrew Luck. Yeah, because his name's Andrew Luck, which you just made that mistake of. Yes. Now that shows some confidence in it, and that shows some swagger of going, "I'm going to the top, and therefore I'm going to be known as Drew Luck because I don't want to be known." I've done any drawn <laughs> comparisons to Andrew Luck. Right. I'm not going to sit here and say that he's our franchise quarterback because I'm not sure. Sounds it was like just... No, 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 no. It was just nice to see someone who's come in with a bit of swagger because we haven't seen that in quite <laughs> some time. What, Brandon Allen wasn't given swag? No, Brandon Allen knew what he was. Right. Okay. Everyone knows what Brandon Allen was. There was no way he was starting over everyone else. Um, I've, called, I've called my fantasy team, changed the name to Brandon Allen the Goat in one of my other fantasy <laughs> leagues as a, as a bit of a piss take, but... I we knew what he was a stopgap whilst Flacco was injured, and we knew that Locke would come in at some point. Um, we've had, I mean, we've had Simeon Lynch in recent years, and it's just nice Osweiler. to see someone. And yeah, Brock, bless him. Don't forget Brock. Yeah. Um, so this this made the Broncos the first team in league history, Dave, to have two quarterbacks start and win the NFL debuts in the same season. Yeah. So congrats. No. I mean, that's the only record we've beaten. Yeah, it's, it's started, also the first time in our league hist- in in our history yeah. that we're going to have three back to back losing seasons. Congratulations! Yeah, great. Uh, you said Courtland Sutton needed to get two touchdowns, uh, four of five um, targets for seventy four yards as well. Um, and also, I want to talk about Brandon McManus very quickly because he got a little bit pissy at the end of the first half when yeah. there was a chance of having a, a record-breaking 65-yarder. Yeah. He trots out onto the field. Fangio sees they put a, a player back in case it's short, and so he calls them off. Yep. And then McManus comes off the field and starts throwing his helmet around, yep. screaming that the, you know, yep. whoever will listen that Absolutely. he should have been given it. Um, so you're happy with his, his the, uh, attitude? The current record holder is Matt Prater. Yes. When he's playing for the Broncos, 65-yarders yep. at mile high, mile high, when the wind was at his back. Yeah. In this game, he had the wind at his back, 65 yards, and he's got every right to be angry. He said he was making them in practice, so he was like, I can do it. Okay, but before the game, he wasn't making them, which is the issue. Oh. Fangio came out and said, before practice, he was nailing 50 yarders, didn't even try a 65 yarder. And what he also said is, when you're kicking from that far out, as a kicker, you alter your mechanics. Yeah. 
Now, the fact he didn't alter his mechanics and make that 65 yarder is probably what led him later on to make the 50 and then the winning one. So, do you know what? I'm all right with him not doing that. Also, McManus said about that quote. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? No. Nope. He said that Hail Marys don't change the mechanics for a quarterback. So, it's the same. Same, uh, you know. Okay, so he'll be on free agency next year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, <laughs> no, he's I, sailing close to the wind there. <laughs> no, no, I, I have no issue with. Um, with guys being passionate about wanting to be brilliant. No, you want to be on the pitch, you want to be scoring points. Exactly, I have no issue with that whatsoever. No issue whatsoever. The only issue, the issue that I do have is going out and um, basically giving replies to head coaches in the media. It's mm. unnecessary. Shut up, you're a kicker. Be quiet. <laughs> That's all you need to say. Just pipe, pipe do down. Do your job. I mean, one of, I'm go back to a game that we mentioned earlier on in terms of the Colts. Adam Vinatieri missed three this week. One yeah. of them was Diabolical, absolutely awful. The ones that weren't pl- that knocked down. Yeah, yep. but, but even the ones that were knocked down, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> a bad snap. It was him not getting to the ball quick enough. Um, but he's the model professional of when you when you uh, miss a kick or when you do something, you go back, you take your helmet off, and you sit down, you shut up. Yep. And when you do miss one, you come out and you own it. There's a reason he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Just saying. Let's talk about the last game then. It was a Sunday night game. Um, don't believe the score this was a beating of the Patriots on Sunday Night Football the Houston Texans <laughs> won 28 points to 22 alright but 13 of those points for the Patriots came in, in the last quarter when the Texans basically given up uh, Texan touchdowns for Kenny Stills Duke Johnson Darren Fells and a catch for Deshaun Watson from a DeAndre Hopkins shuffle pass put the game out of sight for New England it was a very good game for, for the Texans they came out strong uh, touchdowns in every quarter and Deshaun Watson looked at, looked quite comfortable I think it was weird because you're expecting the New England defence to, to really put the, the cosh on and there was a, another video I can't I can't keep saying the guy's name but um, what the Patriots like doing is something called zero blitz where they have no safeties mm-hmm. they just come down they, they force you into a quick decision and the way to beat that is to throw post routes to have quick receivers that can run straight and then make a short yep. move uh, inside or outside and, and you beat them that way because they've got no safety help over the top. Or doing exactly what the Patriots have done in previous history and having a wide res- uh, having a tight end tight end in Gronk who's yeah. clever enough to spot it and run in a slant from the inside already. Yeah, you, you need your running back to defend yep. to actually block. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Because what they'll do is they'll give one more defensive player charging That's in. why Rex Burkhead was so good because he's essentially yeah. a blocker. Yeah. Yeah. Last season, there was only one team that the, the Patriots didn't run that against, and that was Deshaun Watson. Mm. And it was interesting to see that Belichick tried it this week, and he tried it several times, and every time, Deshaun Watson diagnosed the play yep. and screwed him on it every time. I mean, the Kenny Stills touchdown, that was the play after Kenny Stills' touchdown was ruled off because he didn't have full possession. It was a great defensive knockdown inside the end zone. They just ran the same play again, and it worked. So... This was a very strange game from the Patriots. The reason it worked, though, is because you don't do that to the Patriots. Well, unless they let you do it. You don't do that to the Patriots. So the last thing they're going to do... Don't play scared. The last thing you're going to do... <laughs> yeah, because I think there's no doubt that they're a bottom quarter um, offense. There's no doubt. Sure. And there's no doubt they're a top quarter offense. Uh, defense. defense. Yeah. So when you're a defense, you need to be brave. And that's why the 49ers are so good, because they just think, screw it, let's just go for it. And they're almost playing lights-out defense, which is great. Yeah. 
I don't think the Patriots can afford to play lights out defense. Not against the good teams. Against the bad teams, they'll do it yeah. all day. But against a quarterback who can diagnose plays, um, yeah, it's tricky for them to and do that. And with players like DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins Will isn't, Fuller, Hopkins isn't really that much of a factor because they'll stick two corners on him. And most of the well, time they Stephen can dominate. Well, on him the old game. But yeah, yeah he, without he any shadow knew of a doubt. how to get quick separation from Gilmore yeah. and pick up. Not chunk yardage, but enough to keep moving the sticks. Yes, what was what was good for the Texans was the fact that they they scored four touchdowns, one in each quarter. I mean that yeah. says everything. Um, but they were always moving the ball. I mean yeah. it was, but it was the big plays that killed the Patriots. It wasn't them going up and down the field and scoring consistently. It was mm. the big plays only, mm. um, and that quite frankly was on zero blitz and also when they were going on cover three as well, which was weird. Yeah. Um, one standout obviously was June Edelman uh, main aerial target six catches for 106 yards and a touchdown whoa, whoa. Edelman was the main target for the Patriots I know shocking isn't it wow just double cover the guy <laughs> 145 New England rushing yards but they look second best in all areas to be honest I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to beat up on the Patriots but this this was coming I yeah. think you know they. I was expecting this from the, the Cowboys to do it to them as well but they just didn't turn up they played scared Eagles played scared against them as well so I can make all the excuses about injuries as much as he likes, but every team's injured. Mm, they're a factor. In fact, I think, not that every team's injured. Yeah. But I, the Texans came in, played the right way, diagnosed the defense, and they were able to stop. The, the biggest thing for the Texans, I think they could even stop the offense because they've lost some players on defense. No Clowney, no Watt. You know, they've not got the best secondary, but Jonathan Joseph played really well. Um, and Bradley Roby played really well as well. So I was <laughs> They kind of stepped up, whereas I didn't think they were going to. So that was quite uh, quite impressive. Um, I, I don't necessarily disagree. Thank you. <laughs> um, I The thing I would say is the biggest positive for them is that their offense managed to score against the defense. Stopping the Patriots' offense is no real biggie at the moment. Um, keeping them under some teams still don't manage keeping them it. under 25 no but I mean there's teams not doing it and then there's good teams not doing it I mean if, yeah. the, if the Colts don't do it shocker it's not too much I don't think the Colts are that good you gotta remember the, the Texans are the best team in the FC South and will win the FC South um, so when the good teams play them we generally see that the Patriots um, don't score that many points when mm. they come up against the Miamis of the world or week one Miamis they score yeah how many points? They've got to play the Dolphins again, yeah. Well, the Dolphins are a different proposition now. Mm. Can the Dolphins beat the Patriots? Oh, could they you imagine They do beat that? the Patriots. No, oh, I know, but could you imagine that this time? Oh, Love it. <laughs> it'd be amazing. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. As a Patriots fan, I know he listens. So yeah. uh, There is one thing we do still have make, to... Still, oh, actually, before, actually, I was going to say that they were going to make the playoffs, but Patriot Mark, who's a fan of the show, yeah. is actually quite worried about the Bills sneaking the playoffs ahead of them now. It is. It is potentially going to happen. I mean, possible. they are playing each other. They're still going through the wild card, anyway. It makes no difference. Their record yeah, in the wild card is terrible. New, New England works by yes. playing them through Gillette Stadium. Oh, I agree. They are not going on the road. I mean, they got <laughs> they got slightly <laughs> well, they, lucky against KC. I think they won year. against Kansas last year. Yeah, but the second half they didn't. Did they? Mm, they First still half won. they won. They it. still won. <laughs> yeah, they clung on. Yeah. Another couple of minutes, they would have lost that game. But. Um, will they? Hmm, I. The idea that they wouldn't qualify—I mean, that is magical. The idea I mean, of them not winning their division. Of course, they do get to play Cincinnati in Week 15. Yeah, but they—they they have got the, the Chiefs this weekend, then the Bengals, then the Bills, 
and then the Dolphins. I mean, you can make an argument for them winning all of those. You can also make an argument for them losing three of them. I mean, Buffalo have got a harder schedule, to be honest. Who Buffalo got? Uh, so they've got the Ravens, the Steelers, ooh, ooh, the Patriots, and ooh. then the Jets. Well, they've got two easy games. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment, um, Patriots are top with 10. Bills are top with nine. What? Uh, Bills are second with nine. <laughs> so there's yeah. only one game it's in one it, game and they, they have to play each, have each other. Yeah. It's a pity they're not playing each other on week 17. No, but it might be over by then. Anyway, be. so Mark is a little bit worried. I don't think he should be because obviously it's the Patriots Ooh, and he's thinking about the future. But he will be very worried. <laughs> Brady and Belichick going is just not that far behind the corner. Yeah, let's just let's just go home. Let's just go. <laughs> Um, the one thing we did forget to mention was a piece of history. Oh yeah! In the uh, Dolphins game, go ahead. A kicker throwing. Oh, the game. Well, the player of the season. Oh, is I don't think I've be, ever been as excited <laughs> in a regular season game that I've got no vested interest in. Sure. As I was right then, and I also don't think I've rewound it and watched it so many times since the Miami Miracle. It last was. Season. Even even before that, like genuinely, <laughs> I, it was amazing because they lined up in what is essentially a monster formation. Yeah, um, two in the middle, four men out side, wide either way. Yeah. Other, yeah, so that's known as monster lineup, and they just um, you're sitting there going, "Why is the punter out there? What was, why? Yeah. It makes no difference." And um, and then Hawkeye straight through touchdown, amazing. Just shuffle past it to the kicker who ran into the middle. Amazing. It was <laughs> properly amazing. Um, so, punt, was it punter to kicker or kicker to yeah, punter? Yeah. It was punter to kicker. The punter throws the touchdown to the kicker. Yeah. Who was in so much room in the end zone if he trod on a well, landmine. He, he kind of chipped blocks and then ran past. They, yeah. they didn't follow him in. Well, they didn't need to. He's a, he's a, he's a kicker. Why would you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, the thing is, how do you even design that play? Brian Flores, coach of the just, year. Do you reckon they're just sitting there getting shit-faced, going, oh, <laughs> this is a good play. This is a, this will have you in stitches. You can't and then, do it on Madden. And then they did, so you probably could actually. So they drawn up this play as a piss take of what would be the ultimate sort of mess yeah. about. And then it got lost, but accidentally put in to the playbook. And they looked and went, oh, fuck it, let's run it. You think the, the kicker may be audible to it or something? <laughs> it's I, went with it. I don't even know. Think all the time out. In it was it was amazing. I've never yeah, seen anything brilliant. like it. Well done to Miami. It's just good to see them playing and having fun. Yeah, I bet it happens again before the end of the season. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Hecker. It can't happen again. Johnny Hecker throwing a touchdown to his punter. All right, how much do you want to bet on that? A pound. <laughs> I've got a pound here. Look. Yeah. I tell you what. Give me. But Johnny Hecker throws a touchdown. Not Johnny Hecker. Any. Any kicker and any kicker oh, to punter or punter to kicker. A pound. <laughs> All right, you're on. There we go. All right. He's going to edit this out now. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody won't. I want a pound. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on then, Dave. Let's talk about the, the picks. Oh, yes. Okay. So we've gone through the, the week 13 games. So let's look at what happened there with the picks between the King and Punk Raider, our two Ooh, least. Was that uh, who it was last noted, week? Yeah. Ah. Our two least so, uh, I, available. I got members 10. Of the podcast. Did you? I only got 10 this oh, week. Oh, you did so much better than they did. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was a tough week. It was a tough week. It was a rough week, but yeah. I got the Dolphins, so... You did. Yeah, so let's just go through um, the King, out of 16, because mm. they were playing now, got seven. Ooh, losing record. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Punk, for the people, 
eight. Go on, boy. He got to 500. Uh, so the difference was that Punk picked the Bears to beat the Lions over the King. Um, he also picked the Titans to beat the Colts over the King. King got one back where the Rams beat the Cardinals. Mm. Other than that, it was uh, even on losses and wins. So three three differences, but we got uh, one point back. It means that the King is on 119 points, people on 116. So we're only three points back now. How have we got three points behind? No. Pen? It just happened. It just oh, happened, all right? It's, so it's how it is. It's the, it's the lie of the land now. Yeah. Let's move on to week 14. Yeah. Okay, so I've got the King's picks here, Dave. Yeah. You've got... Grant's picks. Grant. Now, yep. what has got an affiliation to an NFL team? Yes. I was going to lie and say he was a Dolphins fan, but he's actually a Patriot. He's a Patriot? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. And I said to him, so why did you start supporting the Patriots? And he was perfectly honest and went... They were really good at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he started supporting them in the first Super Bowl that they lost and went, well, I like them because they're losers and then went on to win every Super Bowl afterwards, more or less. That's what um, Patriot Mark did. Yeah. It's a funny hour at all Patriots only thought why, of liking Why did people watch there. the Patriots-Bears game and said, I'm going to be a Patriots fan? Who knows? There's some strange people out there, Dave. Yeah. Right, let's talk about the games then. Yeah. So, Thursday night is the Dallas Cowboys at the Chicago Bears. So, uh, Grant has the Bears. So does the King. I go Cowboys. I would go Cowboys as well. Yeah, I think I so. know that they're on the slide and the Bears have won a few games, but it doesn't mean the Bears aren't a terrible team and the Cowboys can't win games. The no, Bears are trash on yeah. offence. They really are. Yeah. So I don't understand why they've gone for that, but uh, oh, um, there it is. I mean, you... <sighs> I can't say that I, I can't say there's no way that the Bears are going to win that game. Yeah. Defensively, the Bears I mean, this, this are still solid. This could be the last solid. game for Jason Garrett. I mean, if they play that badly and they lose to the Bears, oh, like, Garrett, really no, bad. no, no, Garrett's not going mid-season. A hundred percent. Unless this goes the way, I that would put could my go. mortgage on it. Garrett is not going. <laughs> You've just bet a pound. Now you're betting your mortgage. Yeah, that shows how confident I am. <laughs> there is no way Garrett's going mid-season. Remember, right. this is. This is Jerry Jones Jr. Yes. This is his son, essentially. The, yeah. There's no way he's going mid-season. He's making it to the end of the year no matter what. All right. But this... I mean, that'd be embarrassing if they lose to the... I know it's like in Chicago, no, but... it's not embarrassing. The Bears are still a very good team on defense. If they if they win the game on offense, if Trubisky goes in there and throws 400 yards, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Right. I just... I, mm, I don't I don't see it. Okay. Uh, let's move on then to the Indianapolis Colts at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks. Yeah, Grant's gone <laughs> Bucks. gone Bucks. So's the king. So I said, I said, why Bucks? And he said, James Winston is all or nothing and there's a good chance he'll be all in this game. <laughs> for, for no reason whatsoever. Just, you know. What do you want from me, man? I'm telling you his reasoning. We're only a couple of weeks away from the Colts being serious contenders. and uh, um, It's a bit of a weird, weird climb down for them. Yeah. And... The, and Jameis throwing four interceptions a game. Yeah. I mean, Marlon Mack's a big loss for the Colts. There's no doubt. Jonathan Williams is pretty good. Naheem Hines. He's okay. He's not a game changer. I'm not entirely sure that Mack's that much of a game changer, mm. but he's definitely a step down. It's a good and when you've got holes in your, in your uh, air game, it's it's not good. Mm. Oh, well, we'll see. Yep. Uh, then we've got an AFC East battle. The Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Dolphins, this was their first win of the season in week nine when they won 26-18. to 18. Yeah. So what's Grant gone for? Dolphins. King's gone for the Jets. Ooh, so we've got a difference here. I like it. Obviously, Jets got humbled against yeah. the Bengals and they gave Dolphins their first win, as I said. 
this is the one that was antagonized over the most. Yeah. So I asked him and he was mm, mm, not sure. Mm, mm, dolphins. <laughs> I'm still unsure of this one, but I think the Dolphins have got oh, dolphins more are, upside on Dolphins them. will win this game. In I'm trying York. to say it really confidently. You said so. about warm teams not playing well in cold weather. Yes. Better than cold teams playing in warm weather. Yeah, but the Jets are trash. <laughs> no, the thing I is, tried. I tried. No, one hundred percent. The thing is, I'm trying to say it with enough confidence in that I actually convinced myself I'm sure of it. Yeah, but I'm not. I yeah. just I'm siding with the Dolphins for every reason that Grant gave me. Of, they just look like a better unit. They look better drilled. All right. Um, and I think it's the whole sticking it to Adam Gase thing as well. But oh, that's four, a good one. Forty-two percent of the Dolphins roster is undrafted. Yeah, forty-two percent. I mean. <laughs> How are they doing it? How are they winning three games in the last five? What's that Mark Wahlberg film? The Replacements or something like that, where they basically get guys off the street and then go and win NFL games. (laughs) That's what this is almost. (laughs) It's not far away from it. There you go. Coach of the season. So there's two teams with losing records. How about two teams with winning records? The San Francisco 49ers are playing in New Orleans against the Saints. They are. This is going to be a good game, right? It should be. It should be a very good game. But then again, the Saints have not been great to watch recently. With so. a ten and two record, I know it's, it's weird. Um, ten and three now. Ten and three is it? Forty nine is going to win. That's what the king According says. According to Grant, yeah. Ah. All right. <laughs> Usually the king goes for uh, for Drew Brees. Yeah. So that He's must be a, difficult, especially in New Orleans as well, because that's like a black got hole. Sympathy isn't it? for short guys, you know. <laughs> Takes on another one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, there we go, 49ers getting the win. Yeah. Then we've got the Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings, NFC North divisional matchup. In week seven, the Vikings won this game 42 points to 30. Um, King says the Vikings. uh, This was the easiest answer, Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think the Vikings had a very good game against the Seahawks. Obviously came out the lesser team, but against the Lions, you'd expect them. It's the obvious thing to say. The, The Lions don't have an attack. David Blah. The Lions don't have any claws. Do you see what I did there? Yes, I thought you did. Yeah, well done. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, oh, no, so okay, no. let's talk about a game that you want to talk about, I'm Dave. sorry. The Denver Broncos yep. at the Houston Texans. He did apologise to me, but he went Texans. <laughs> well, so's King. Yeah. Um, can you make a case for the Broncos winning this game? No. No? No. Not even defence and... Got Drew Locke, your your future franchise quarterback in there, hundred percent winning record. Um, Cortland Sutton, second best receiver in the game according to you. Well, no, I say sec- second best in terms of what did I say? Second best in the league this uh, year according to you. Have, no. have, I, have I misquoted you? No. Um, <laughs> our secondary is still missing um, Bryce Callahan, and their receiver. Dirty Harry. Can... Oh no, sorry, that was Harry Callahan. Carry on. I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen the film. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, they're they're receiving call versus our secondary, but you're not not hopeful. No, okay. um, but there I do have hope in the fact that marking um, Cortland Sutton this season, uh, this game is Bradley Roby. So there's big yards there for Cortland Sutton. Oh, you think that Roby's a weak spot then? Yes. Okay. I watched him for several years in Denver. I know you did. He is a weak spot. There is absolutely no doubt about it. He is a weak spot. Okay. Um, but you still think Texas is going to win? Yes. Do you know why? Do you know why they'll win? Go on. Because they've got Watson. That's why they'll win. It helps, doesn't it, having the franchise quarterback? Yes. The 
Washington Redskins are trying for three wins in a row, but they're going to the Green Bay Packers. Did they get it done in Green Bay? Um, do you know the thing that's going to help? So Grant said no, he's going Packers. So is King. Yeah, I think it goes without saying. Do you know what's <laughs> going to help most with, this, with the Redskins? Mm. They need it to be freezing. They need it to be windy as hell. I think Green Bay can do that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> in December. They they need it to be as bad as it can because they're going to run the ball whether it's 35 degrees and sunny or minus 35 and windy. Yeah. They're going to run the ball. That's what they're going to do. Sure. They need to force the Packers to run it as well. And they need to make it a down and dirty game. Mm-hmm. The reason being is if they don't, their defense is going to be on the field for a very long time. Yeah. So there's a good chance but do, that... Do you think the Skins can get this win? No, but I think it would be closer than a lot of people think. Yeah, I think they've got a chance. I, I would still put my money, if I had to put money on it, on the Packers. But yeah. I, I could. I would not be shocked if the Skins win this game. I would this, this keep is, this away from my Acker. This is the game. No, no, no I, I disagree. This is the game where you do one accumulator with the Packers and then do the same one <laughs> with the Skins. But only like, only like I can't a, afford that. a quid on it or so, something, something small. <laughs> Fair enough. Then we've got an AFC North matchup. It's the Cincinnati Bengals, high off a win, at the Cleveland Browns, low off a loss. <laughs> um, Browns. Browns? There's no doubt King's gone for Browns. Oh, yeah, he's gone for the Browns. 100%. He's such he a Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Yeah, I don't get it. And Grant's gone for the Browns, has he? Yep, gone for the Browns as well. No faith in the Bengals. Uh, it's valid. Well, to, yes, it's to valid. a large extent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are. They are the worst team in the league. But. What is it? One snowflake doesn't make a winter? And that's a, that's <laughs> a that's saying, isn't it? Yeah. It's something like that. Or is it? I don't know what it is. Okay. But they're right. still trash, basically. They, yeah, they, yeah, But I don't want to watch that game. Uh, let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Now, this is two very winning teams. Obviously, one winning a little bit more than the other one, but still. Any Orchard Park. What's Grant saying? Uh, he's saying Ravens. Yeah, so it's King. Mm. What are you saying? It's well, it's difficult to pick against the Ravens. Yes, but this is a game that if they're going to lose, this is a team that can beat them. Yes, um, they obviously came close with the 49ers. I'm not saying the Bills are as good as the 49ers. Defense, they are. Mm, no, I think that, that Bills the defense 49ers is, is front seven good. is better than than the Bills front seven as a defensive unit. Well, the, the secondary is very good. Yes, I'd say they'd probably marginally beat them on that one. Either way. That's a problem when the Ravens aren't throwing it as much because they're running it down your throat. So you need the front seven to match up to them. Yeah. I can see why you're picking the Ravens, but I'm just saying that in Orchard Park, the fans are going to be behind it. Yeah. Both teams are going to be running it. We'll see what happens. Uh, this could be the best or the worst game of the week. <laughs> it really could. Um, it, for me, it's two teams oh, I really, really like watching. Two quarterbacks I really, really like watching. And it's kind of like watching your sister fight your girlfriend. It's you're not sure who you want to root for and you you know just hope that everyone comes out of it. You don't want to get involved because yeah, obviously. You don't, like, you you don't want to jump side. in in case a stray tip pops out or something, but you know, you just leave it as it is. <laughs> your face. You're talking about your sister's tip. I haven't got a sister, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason we're letting this slide. Yeah. Let's talk about the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. So in week 11, the Falcons smashed them 29 points to three. But we know that the Falcons have given up now after two weeks of doing well. So, do the, But the Panthers have just kicked out Ron Rivera. So 
I'm just confused, Dave. Help me. Uh, Grant's gone Falcons. So's the King. Yeah. I, go, I go Falcons as well. Is it because they looked at week 11 and just said, oh, they do it again? I'm not sure. I mean, the Falcons just got smashed by the Saints. Yeah. By a 10 winning team. Have they won 10 games? They won 10 games, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, well, fair enough. Where do you go? You go Panthers. I'd say that Christian McCaffrey is the best player on the field. Uh, Agreed. Obviously, you've got people like Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones on the other side. Why do you mention Calvin Ridley first? Because he's more productive right now (laughs) than Julio Jones. No, not such an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It just comes out. I, I like Luke Keekley and uh, Christian McCaffrey more yeah. than I like what the Falcons are offering. So, okay, I know you're not a big fan of uh, our spaghetti legged friend. No, Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan is not my favorite quarterback. But he, the difference, the drop off between quarterbacks in this game is significant. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, is, it is a leveling factor, and that's probably why they've gone for it. Yeah, that's why. That's why I go for it. They're on a on a bad streak. Obviously, four losses in a row for the Panthers. It's difficult to pick them, but especially after last season, they were super streaky last season as well. Well, they did the same thing last year, didn't they? they, they yeah, it was a good start and then a terrible end to it. So and then it's they, history played, they played you on Thursday night football. They did it all changed, didn't it? And that was disastrous. I mean, it really was. Great game, great game for the Steelers. Uh, let's move on then to the last the... time. <laughs> LA Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars two teams that hate to win (laughs) Uh, so the Kings are Chargers fan yeah just to preface this for those that don't know yeah Grant's gone for Uh, he has gone for the Jags has he really yes oh the Kings are Chargers Minshew's starting this game he is starting this game Um, apparently they're benching foals it was interesting last week, which I didn't mention Jags Chargers what was interesting is that there was the threat during midweek in the media from head coaches and from coaches for the Chargers that they said Terod Taylor might might play. And then yes. during the game, Terod Taylor suited up, was practicing throwing and had his helmet on standing on the side of the side of the field. It was <laughs> it was very much he is about to come on. Anyone who watches baseball, when you see the relief pitcher throwing, yeah. he is coming He's on. He's warming up for a reason. He is yeah. coming on, absolutely. And that's very much what it was. Um I wouldn't be shocked if we see Terod Taylor this week, which is why we're going Jags. Okay. (laughs) Well, we've got a a difference in the picks there, so that's good to see. But it was the first time that Derwin James was back as well. Yeah. Didn't look like Derwin James, obviously, first week back. Got to get back into it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Let's talk then about the Tennessee Titans at the Oakland Raiders. Still Oakland for now. Um, Yeah, not a great run for the Raiders and a good run for the Titans. So what has Grant gone for in this one? Titans. See, some for some reason the king's gone for the um, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd say I wouldn't agree with that, based on the current form. Obviously, Josh Jacobs is doing well, but the Titans have got a better runner than Jacobs, as far as I can see, and Derek Henry. Uh, both productive, though. Both very productive. I'm not trying to knock. Josh Raiders Jacobs. have got a good line. Titans haven't, at the risk of repeating myself. Mm, yeah. I mean, we've gone through what the good and the bad points are of the teams. We have. The big factor could be it's in Oakland, unless they move before Sunday. <laughs> um, again, yeah. I if it was me picking, it's going to be close. Yeah, it's going to be really close. I'd probably go with the Raiders. Mm, okay, but I'd probably go with the Titans. I rate Tannehill more than I do. I've never really rated Derek Carr, so that's my 
That's no, I, me. D- I don't. But I I rate. You know, I rate Carr more than most people. Yeah. Because he looks after the ball, gets yards, and well, if so you does give him, Tannehill. But if you give him decent protection, he'll look after the ball and look after a game. Tannehill does the same, but Tannehill doesn't have the. If Tannehill was playing for the Raiders all day, every day, I'm going Raiders because he's a better quarterback. His line is gash. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. And they're traveling all the way from Tennessee across the country to Oakland. Mm. It's not an easy place to play. The Pittsburgh Steelers yep. are going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Yep. He's gone cards. <laughs> uh, the King's gone for the Steelers, which is the right answer, obviously. Says Grant. He's <laughs> <laughs> gone Steelers. Oh, you trolled me again, man. Yeah. Uh, well, fair enough. Obviously, the Cardinals had a terrible game last week, uh, and the Steelers had an uplifting win with Duck Hodges. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my cat's toy, in case anyone's wondering, but it is an actual it is duck, a duck, and she doesn't really like it all that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving that sound. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully it is a, a fairly easy Steelers win. Um, Sorry, I know you've said this already. Where is it? It's in Arizona. In Arizona. Which is kind of a... We what are you guys like at travelling? Not great in Arizona, to be honest. But, not just um, Arizona, generally. Because you know the Broncos don't travel east well. What yeah, I know this is like? your thing about the Broncos and they better travel anywhere well. well it's true. East, west, south, north, central. But, um, <laughs> home. but the Steelers aren't that bad on the road. Mm. Um, but Arizona, I do remember that we, we've had some... you know. Not great times against them. Obviously, the Super Bowl was different, but that was neutral. That was a that was a game and a half. That was a, that was one of my favourite games ever. Uh-huh. So yeah, it still happens. But fingers crossed, the Steelers get the win there. I not I being would, biased at all. I would Absolutely side yeah. with the Steelers, right? Because of your D. Thank you very much, um, Dick. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're going to be, gonna be able to score. <laughs> we keep flapping it around at me. What do you want me to do? Um, yeah, I would side with you. I don't know if you're going to be able to score enough points to make it comfortable. So I think it's going to be one of those okay. ones where it's going to be a, we, get, a well, game-winning yeah. drive or something like that. Yeah, there's no uh, Connor again. Juju, I think, is what out you, again. What so. are you guys um, like at defending the run, generally? We're, we're pretty good. You're all right. Okay, yeah. that's going to be a big thing um, because they've got a running quarterback, a very mobile quarterback. Yeah. Um, but your defense is probably legit. They haven't got a great O-line, so... Between no, TJ Watt and Bud Dupree and Cam Hayward, uh, we'll be crashing that box as often as possible. Yeah. Let's go. We've got three games left. First up, oh, it's the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Rematch um, of the AFC Championship game. So Obviously in New England this time. The two Patriots fans, what have they gone for? <laughs> well, King, as a, as a Brady lover, has gone for the Patriots. Yeah. And Grant, as a Patriots fan, has gone for the Patriots. Of course he's gone for the Patriots. What we normally see is of their own franchise not picking their own franchise. Yeah. Grant should have not picked his own franchise. As a Patriots fan, it's a lot easier to pick your own franchise. (laughs) That's not a lie. It's a lot easier to pick. Did he give you a reason why? Did he just say, oh, it's just Patriots? Does he Um, understand that the Chiefs are about to come into, into Gillette? I mean, in what universe do you think I'm asking a Patriots fan why they think <laughs> a Patriots are going to win? I had zero interest. This Fair went, enough. I just went, all right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that discussion is ever existing. We'll see what happens there then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, both of them have gone for the Patriots. So two games left. First up, it's the Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. 
Yeah. Uh, in week five, the Seahawks won this 30-29. to 29. It was the missed Greg Zerline field goal. Yep. So it should have been a Rams win. Teams uh, have gone good. in different directions since then. Yes. Very different directions. Uh, so King's gone for the Seahawks. Yep. Grant's gone for the Seahawks, I Hawks, think. Hawks, yep. Hawks yeah. are winning that game. You would expect them to even in LA. I I expect the Hawks to win the game as well. Um, I I think the Seahawks are one of those teams who could be sneaky good in the playoffs. Um, I think there's there's no doubt they'll make the playoffs now. I think. Well, they're top in the NFC West. They are, but even if they don't finish first because of the 49ers, yeah, um, the 49ers have a really good record. They do. Dif- difficult running. There's no doubt yeah, they've yeah. got a more difficult running than the Hawks do, but. At the same time, I, I, I think they've got enough about them as a team to be. Um, I don't. Want, I, I think they're going to be trouble. You don't want to pick them. They're the team <laughs> no. you don't want to pick. No, from the Fair NFC. So okay, they both gone to Seahawks. The Monday night game is the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Two teams that really aren't playing well. Nope, they haven't played each other this season. They play again in Week Seventeen. Uh, King Cowards on the table has gone for the Eagles. Yeah, has Grant gone for the Eagles as well? Of course, he's gone for the Eagles. It's the sensible way. <laughs> I mean, pick, only an idiot would go for the Giants. It's in it's in Philadelphia. Who so. are you going for? Giants? I, I, no, I'd go for the Eagles. <laughs> oh, okay. Just because I, I said idiot, oh, you know. That's a turgid game. I don't, <laughs> Monday night football is going to be awful watching that. Yeah, there it's are. Be, some, I think it might be close. There are some terrible games this week. Yeah, there are. Browns Bengals. <laughs> I mean, that's a bad game. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, but then you've got 49 Saints. Eagles. Uh, Eagles. Bills. Bills Ravens. Yeah, Bills Ravens going to be a great game. Chiefs, yeah. Patriots. Steelers. Steelers, yeah. Arizona. Steelers, yeah, Arizona. Steelers, Arizona. Not, it's not a great game to watch. I'm sorry. Beautiful game. What are you talking about? Um, Broncos. Skins, Packers. I Broncos, think Texans really isn't game. a good game to watch. That's really not <laughs> no. a good game to watch. No, you leave that one alone. No, I, I think generally he's got a good chance because the differences, I think, side with Grant. Um, but no, he's he's reasonably knowledgeable about the NFL. He's watched it for a few years. So. Well, thank you very much, Grant, for putting your picks in and yep. going up against the King. If uh, you want to go up against the King, you can just uh, let us know at Jim and the King. Only uh, cost you a hundred pounds. Yeah, it's good value. Or, or not? Um, Don't yeah, say or always... not. That's what I've charged him. <laughs> yeah, be, uh, feel free to submit your picks to us um, at Jim and the King on Twitter and also on Instagram and jimandtheking.com because you're looking at me so jimandtheking.com as well to check out all of our other footage there and um, you can see the pics up on the on the website as well um, you can check us out on uh, what is it iTunes and DoublePod so you can subscribe on there we do a podcast every week so thank you very much Most and weeks. make sure you like and subscribe shut that cat up <laughs> why? she's an honourable member yeah so yeah thanks very much for listening and until next week I've been Jim that's been Denver Dave and we'll see you next week.